Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Dollar Collapse, your ringside seat for the global economic crisis. To get the full story, go to DollarCollapse.com. Hi, everybody. This is John Rubino from DollarCollapse.com, and it is Monday, August 29th. The theme of this week's talk is going to be the Fed, and could it now please shut up? We've spent the last two weeks obsessing over what Janet Yellen, the Fed chair, was going to say at the meeting of central bankers in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And of course, she came out and said next to nothing. It was about as bland and incoherent as her speeches usually are. But while we were watching her, her. Other Fed governors were out there more or less incoherently contradicting each other. For instance, San Francisco Federal Reserve Bank President John Williams said that it would be a mistake to wait too long to raise interest rates because that would be costly for the economy. To quote him, if we wait until we see the whites of inflation's eyes, we don't just risk having to slam on the monetary brakes, we risk having to throw the economy into reverse to undo the damage of overshooting the mark. That creates its own risks of a hard landing or even a recession. Now, this same guy, though, said in a different speech that it's time for us to raise our inflation targets from around 2% currently to 3 or 4%. So either we have to raise interest rates now to slow inflation down, or we need to cut interest rates in order to generate higher inflation. It's the same Fed governor on both sides of that argument. Meanwhile, St. Louis Federal Reserve President James Bullard came out and said that September is a good time to raise interest rates. But he sees a single rate hike bringing us up to a little over um, half a percentage point at the Fed funds rate and then holding at that level for two and a half years, which makes no sense either. I mean, if you're going to raise rates, you need to go back to normalized rates, which would be four or five or six percent on the federal funds rate, not half a percentage point and then stop forever. Why bother raising rates? The point is that the Federal Reserve is an incoherent organization right now. They've got people going out and saying one thing on one day, something else on another day. And in the aggregate, they add up to basically nothing because they're contradicting each other. Wolf Richter, whose Wolf Street website I, I recommend, posted an article over the weekend called The 11 Bone-Chilling Things I Gleaned from Yellen's Chart that basically explains what I just said in a little more detail, that the Federal Reserve really has absolutely no idea idea what it's talking about. By the way, this article is available on dollarcollapse.com in the uh, best of the web section. And he's clearly right based on both the, the published writings of the Fed and the things these guys are out there saying. You know, the the institution has no real direction right now. And, and the guys running it have no idea what they're doing, obviously. 
based on both their their paper trail and the stuff they're saying today. But what's truly terrifying is that the Fed isn't the dumbest central bank in the world, not by a long shot. Uh, in Japan, uh, Bank of Japan Governor Kuroda said over the weekend that his bank won't hesitate to boost monetary stimulus if needed and that there's ample space for easing. You got to remember with Japan that their central bank a few years ago embarked on the most aggressive easing campaign that any central bank has ever tried, and it didn't work. Japan is in deflation right now. Its economy is hardly growing at all. Its prices are falling by about half a percent per year, and the yen has gone up since the latest round of Bank of Japan easing. So they basically have lost the currency war big time. So now they're going to come out and they're going to up the ante. But since they've already bought almost all the available high-grade bonds in the Japanese economy. You know, the central bank now is the bond market for all intents and purposes. What's left for them to buy if they're going to try some kind of shock and awe stimulus? The answer is equities. The Bank of Japan is already the owner of 55% of Japan's exchange-traded funds, and it's a major holder of a long list of blue-chip Japanese stocks. So apparently what it's going to do is basically buy up most of the stock market in the next round of easing. Other central banks are kind of doing the same thing, only they're buying U.S. equities in a lot of cases. The Swiss Central Bank is one of the biggest owners of Apple shares, for instance. Other central banks seem to be indiscriminately buying global blue chip equities, and a lot of them are U.S. equities. So we're at the point now where central banks are watching the stock market for instructions. And the stock market is watching central banks for instructions. This is kind of a a closed loop that excludes all the people who need positive interest rates in order to save and invest. Martin Armstrong, in an article that's also available on dollarclaps.com, said that, I quote, confidence in central bankers is becoming questionable for the first time. In other words, that people are starting to get the fact that central bankers talk a good game, but the things they're doing aren't actually working. Because of that, we're heading for a point when people lose faith in these policies and act not according to what the central bank would like us to do, but act in ways that imply we don't trust them anymore. And then it's game over. So anyhow, the the timing of this is questionable and historians won't be kind to today's central banks for both, uh, you know, their incoherent public pronouncements and their reckless money creation and market distortions. The only question is how long it will take today's market participants to figure this out. Now on to gold and silver. This year was a really nice run for the first six or seven months of the year for gold and silver, but the big pop came in mining shares where a lot of them have doubled, tripled, quadrupled. Uh, First Majestic Silver, for instance, went from $3 a share to $19 a share in seven months. And it's not alone. A lot of other stocks have done similar things and made their investors very happy. But it also sets the stage for for quite a correction. When things move this far this fast, you usually get a retracement of a decent part of the move. And um, what's happened lately with the precious metals miners is that a lot of people have embedded gains now. If you've got a stock that's tripled in just a short time, your big fear becomes being round tripped, you know, holding on too long and then being taken back down to where you started and losing that massive gain that you generated during the year. You don't want that to happen. So you're at that point a lot more willing to take some money off the table. This causes a dip in the market and that spooks more people and so on until you get that correction. And so that's a very clear possibility for the rest of this year that gold and silver miners, having had such a huge run, will retrace a bit. And if this happens, it is a phenomenal 
entry point because negative interest rates, which are still spreading around the world, no matter what the U.S. Fed is saying and doing, are an amazingly positive environment for gold and silver because it used to be that when interest rates were positive, gold, which doesn't pay interest and actually has to be stored at an annual fee of, let's say, 1%, was at a, a very dramatic cash flow disadvantage to something like treasury bonds. Well, now with interest rates around the world, zero to negative, all of a sudden gold is either even up with government debt or actually um, in, in a little bit better shape than government debt. So you, you take away the cash flow disadvantage of gold. And why would anybody in their right mind own fiat currencies that are being actively inflated away by their governments? Uh, why would you ever hold that kind of a currency when you can hold something like gold that doesn't cost you any more to own than the bonds of your local government, but that will hold up much, much better in the long run because governments can't make more gold. So this is the kind of environment in which gold and silver should do really well. And the mining stocks, at least the good quality mining stocks, should do phenomenally well. So if there's a correction, which I think there's a good chance there will be, this shouldn't be seen as a scary event. This should be seen as a welcome event that allows us to buy more of the mining stocks that we've been looking at and maybe didn't have a chance to load up on when this dramatic move started early in 2016. So I think that's a big part of the story of 2017 will be where do we get into these mining stocks? How far down are they going to go in this correction? And then which ones do we load up on? More on that next week. Till then. Thanks for listening to Dollar Collapse. For regular info and updates throughout the day, go to dollarcollapse.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.